Yo, everybody, welcome once again to another session of Subs Lie, Dubs Lie, a comprehensive anime podcast. It's your boy Jay, aka Versace Vegeta, and I'm here none other than with that boy, Brother D. Yo, what is going on, my people? It's your boy D. What's happening? Man, we coming really strong off of a really, really amazing Dragon Ball Super Superhero Review. Again, shouts out to Meals and Jeff for joining us on that one. Mm-hmm. Much love to the Lookout crew. Hell yeah. Really Dog. Get that, yo. How many more times have you been able to see the movie since? Shit. I, want, I went... I went and watched the uh, Japanese version yesterday. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I was supposed to watch the movie again today with my pops, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to just send you out to, to watch it. So he should be home now. By the time we finish this pod, he'll be probably waiting for to, I guess, get his, his review off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, I, uh, I've i had a chance to see it twice. saw it in English and Japanese as well. So really, you know, those were the original shows I was planning on going to see anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely was really happy to see it in 4DX and in IMAX. Really <laughs> cool just to see, see like the like you have the the water falling down like during the the scene wherever Gohan was fighting against Game of One. The the you feel like the whooshes of wind whenever Piccolo's fighting against Gamma Two early in the movie. Like little stuff like that was really cool to experience. And uh with that IMAX showing just God, what what a just being able to see that on such a huge screen, what an experience. I definitely recommend anybody go see it. You know, if, if you can see it with a little extra Go do that. But we can already tell that plenty of people have gone to see this movie as it was number one in the box office for this weekend. Uh, Wound up having the highest opening day and opening weekend of any anime movie of all time. uh, Beating Pokemon, the first movie for that record. I think that's like a 23 year record. that That shit is nuts, bro. But it's well deserved. That shit is well deserved. It was a great movie, well deserved. I'm happy. Really, really was. Uh, you know, you can go back and listen to our episode from last week if you want to get our thoughts on it. Obviously, um, but we definitely want to know what y'all think. So feel free to hit us up on Twitter. You know, at Versace Vegeta, at Brother D. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Even if you want to sh- shout out to the, the Lookout Twitter page, let us know what y'all thought because. It really is a, a big movie, a big moment for Dragon Ball fans as folks are still getting their chances to see it. But aside from just how we were able to review uh, Dragon Ball Super Super Hero thanks to Crunchyroll last week, how else was your week done? Yo, my week was shit was pretty dope, fam. I ain't even gonna lie. Got to go watch the, the movie, which was a that was a big plus on yeah. top of that. Um Shit, what else? Because I really got lost in the sauce, really. You know, I was hanging out with the fam, drunk okay. a bit, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We've been, been watching a bunch of bunch of preseason football. So it's like, you know, we, we prepared for the 
for the real the, the real rough times, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we, we, we like over here in Cowboy Nation, uh, we don't really get that much. You don't have that much shit to be, you know, be excited about. So oh, trust you know, me, I I understand as a as a young dog from Texas, I definitely get it. it, it you know what I'm saying? You just got to get yourself into the, the football spirit, you know? Been watching, surprisingly, with the Yankees being absolute garbage this month, it has not ruined my week. So I'm really glad. Like, like hey. old, the old me, like, let's say last year, I'd probably be miserable than a bitch. I, I can't stand. If there's one thing about me, I cannot stand when I see my teams look like garbage. I can't. It yeah. really hurts, but I guess that's that's just growth as a whole. Like you just learn that some shit ain't important. And as much as I love them teams, it ain't worth me screaming and yelling anymore. So, so it's just been just hanging with the fam and a bunch of sports. How, how's your week, bro? How's Man, honestly, uh, real, real, real quiet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just been chilling with friends and whatnot. Man, kicking back. Really hasn't been. Too too much. Other than you know, we wanted to go see the the movie. Really, that was the the biggest part of my week. Uh, just, you know, getting to seeing the things with work and everything, dude. This, I swear to God, sometimes life outside of this feels like a blur. And then when I'm focused on the show, uh, it's like okay, cool. Like I, I got something to 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 like hone into. Yep. Which is gonna kill me because, as y'all may or may not know, this is our season finale. Shit is the it's the last this season, bro. That shit crazy. I know, man. It's so tough, like to feel like you know, because we've just been going strong these past twelve week, twelve, 12 weeks, goddamn weeks, man. Man, insane. Who's yeah. counting though? <laughs> like, counting, but twelve motherfucking. I know it's, it's just been. We've been going so hard with this show, and it's been really, really dope getting to work with you here, D. Honest to God, like it's uh, it's amazing, fam. It's like my favorite part of the weekend. It, it really is. Yeah, it's <laughs> my favorite part of the week is is as well, dog. Like it's it's a it's a great link up. We get to shoot the shits about something that we grew up watching, like. Yeah, who, who can't? Who doesn't enjoy that? Like, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an adventure. It's a, it's a mystical adventure. Like, it's a truly <laughs> mystical adventure, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. Like, and, just getting to talk with a bunch of people about the shit that we talk about is it's fun as hell, man. That shit. Yeah. Fun. Over like, the past twelve weeks, we got the power. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's. Yeah. Is we've really been able to build up on something really great, be able to build a sense of community with you all, mm-hmm. seeing what y'all feel about these movies over the years, you know, and going through all of that has just been really great. So we decided this week we would give you all something special. Since we have covered all of the Dragon Ball movies thus far, there's a couple of pieces of Dragon Ball media that may be revered like movies, but while they're not, these two TV specials are two of the greatest pieces of Dragon Ball media that you can fit within that 45-minute time range. So we said, why don't we go and dip into these two as well? So this week, we will be uncovering none other than Dragon Ball Z, Bardock, the father of Goku, and Dragon Ball Z, the history of Trunks. It's been really, really dope being able to go and watch these over again 
I don't know about you, D. I hadn't watched them both in years. I mean, like I've seen like like I've seen clips of the like because what I do with Dragon Ball, like if I have like a feeling of like seeing some shit, I'll just go watch a clip of it. But I didn't watch the like I didn't watch these movies in a while, bro. Yeah, especially especially the dub. Like I haven't watched the dub since they aired it. <laughs> like yeah, same. Like, uh, not since like I originally watched those VHSs back in the day. Expensive ass VHS. Oh my god, yes, bro. Something goes hitting us over the head for $35 a tape. $35 for one big old tape. And you had to eat that. Like, it is what it is. Not only did you have to eat it, you had to love it. Oh, hell yeah. There was no, man, again, sometimes they were special, but boy, they were hard on pockets, especially for me. I don't know about anybody else, but for me, that shit was taxed. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, that man. Shit. You know, it was like 12, 13. I didn't just have this money I just throw around, bro. That shit. And my parents, do you think my parents were really going to sit here and just give me some shit for Dragon Ball? The shit that's dominating the house at the time? Like, yeah. they want me to stop watching Dragon Ball. That shit taking up the whole afternoon of mine. They don't, if, if there was ever a chance for them to get to say no and love saying no, it was me asking for money if I can buy VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Insane shit. Like, really. Like, I'm pretty sure that they got joy out of just saying no, no, no. And looking back, you know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd say no, too. Like, three, got like what, three, four episodes in them VHSs? For yeah. At most four. And more, exactly. At most four. Like, and whatever you got, you got. That's it. It don't matter if it was a whack episode. It could be the worst boring episodes ever. You got it. You took it. You loved it. If you didn't love it, shit. You watched it and forced yourself to love it. You hate watched it. You did whatever. But, man, watching these things again, they're, they're timeless, bro. Like, they're timeless, they're timeless specials. For sure, for sure. And we'll be really glad to get into the both of these, man. Because, yeah, they... They they are definitely pieces that represent the moments that they came out in, mm-hmm. while also being standouts um, as some of the best pieces of media for the times that they represent with the the, the Frieza saga and the Android saga. So let's go ahead get right into it, man. With Dragon Ball Z TV Special One, Bardock, the father of Goku. Planet Vegeta. Many years ago, a small child was born. Unheralded and unattended by its father or mother, the baby cried out, making its lonely plea to the universe. The Saiyans were a people of war, and like all Saiyan babies, the child was destined to fight. My goodness, that's one loud kid. Yes, he'll be great. Watch. That's a bold prediction for the son of a low-class soldier. Let's see. Bardock's son, huh? Planthor, I wouldn't stake my reputation on that prediction if I were you. Hmm. You just wait. Come here, Malaka. Do you hear that? That's the cry of a great warrior. Let's see. Kakarot! Remember that name. On planet Vegeta, a Saiyan named Kakarot is born. 
His father, Bardock, soon obtains the ability to see the future and discovers that Frieza has turned on the Saiyans. Bardock confronts him, but Frieza destroys planet Vegeta, and the Saiyans as Kakarot is sent off to Earth. And so, the story of Dragon Ball begins. Man, this was one of those where, you know, we always kind of wondered what that story was like, right? Um, I know as a kid, it was like, you know, we got the couple of mentions of Bardock, you know, especially if we're just talking about the the English dub, right? Vegeta brings him up once. Yeah. We get the little flashback where, you know, when Frieza first sees Goku, he's like, wait a second, this dude looks just like, oh boy. You know what I mean? We didn't really know nothing about him. What was it like for you as a kid, I guess? Like before we go in just like the the totality of how this has an effect on Dragon Ball in today's era, right? Yeah, for you as a kid seeing Bardock and his crew in this adventure, yeah. what was that like for you? Oh, this was like at the time for what it was, like this felt real special, bro. Because if it tapped into the side of Dragon Ball, that really you didn't get into like a important, like, you know, some of the most drastic scenes of Dragon Ball usually happen in like maybe the beginning of like an important arc. Like, let's say the 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 start of the King Piccolo. Yeah. When you see just Krillin is dead, you see Goku just checking in and Krillin is dead. Like. I got the chills of this, that feeling in this movie because it was like the stakes were high. Everything is like, it's a serious special. It's a very sad special. Like, it's not a joke thing. There's no, the comedy, like, there's no banter or any of that, barely. It's just very straightforward. It's straight. The main character of the special, he's no nonsense. He's like the, he's the exact opposite of Goku. So it's like, Everything is so serious, but it's good. Like, yeah. really good. Like, if I was, if this wasn't Dragon Ball as a whole, and if it was just something special, if you didn't know anything about Dragon Ball Z, you just put this special on. It's good. Like, it's objectively a good special. Like, it's really good. It's still held up from there. Like, me growing up, it hasn't changed my opinion. The opinions I had as a youngin, they're still the same as my current adult self. So I'm glad, I'm glad that the movie aged well. Well, move well, TV special, according to Toriyama, it's a movie, whatever. Yeah. We'll talk about that. After. Yeah. Yes. Um, but you're absolutely right, man. This was one of those ones where I know I would think like, oh, wow, like we finally get to see something that shows us what the sayings were like before you know we ever got to see Vegeta and Nappa and those guys right so it was really exciting to me getting to see Bardock and his squad go out on their mission to planet Kanasa you know um, seeing even just Bardock's depiction as a character back then because you know there's the whole thing of like yeah you know he was kind of a badass just yeah like he's a mission like he's a badass like the scar and everything badass. Like, just sign the armor. Badass. This shit was badass, bro. Like, let's be real. Like, it was badass. And it was just really cool, you know. Uh, I, I forget what, what, if, uh, if it was Fasha or um, 
or if it was it was one of one of his crew they go like are you going to go back to planet vegeta to go see your son that he was just born and he goes why would i care about that like yeah or, this, or, or, this or dude right here is different, man. Like, like, yeah, he was. I was like, yo, this nigga is vicious. <laughs> I uh, like him though. I like him though. Like he was. It's like it's crazy. Like it gives the movie, like the special, gives off the vibes of like the mid two thousands animes. Like where where it's like everything felt like edgy. Like it's not yeah. edgy, but it's like. It's that's just the kind of characters that they were. Yeah, like that's what it was. And this is way before. This is way before. Way before that was really, really like mm-hmm. a big, like thing, in my opinion. These were the kind of characters that you know, based on the lore of the Saiyans that we've been given, this is what we believe Saiyans would be like. Yeah, just grimy motherfuckers that yeah, you clearly would not respect. But they were cool. <laughs> like they were cool. I dug all that shit. I really cool like seeing all of Frieza's army. You know that was in the movie show up seeing the you know uh Zarbon be like hey yo uh you know the the Saiyans are kind of uh they're kind of weak but you know if a bunch of them was to gang up on us yeah, like, I really don't know how that's gonna go for us man uh jump us you know I don't know bro <laughs> I don't know you're gonna have to do something. Almost a little bit more realistic than you know it just being about Frieza being scared of the Super Saiyan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. I mean, it's whatever. Like, like I, I get it was a big selling point for the arc for the anime. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's like a bunch of it makes sense. Like, hey, it's a bunch of these monkeys. <laughs> like, yo, and we've seen that how they ferocious they are. With them just transforming and them destroying, doing just a, ma- a bunch of dangerous, violent shit. Yeah. So if they could do all of that, what the hell are these guys gonna do? And they don't look the tough. And they don't look the toughest. They really don't. With the with the, the way how the, the freeze character and Zarbon and like they don't really like the toughest of characters. So you think that Zarbon and them would get smoked easily? So I was like. It makes much. It makes way more sense. Way more sense than oh, he's just afraid of Super Saiyans. Yeah, and and they even show that you know these characters, this team, they're not just like these invincible Saiyans. You know what I mean? Like Fasha, Borgos, uh, Tora. You know they all wind up getting done in by Dodoria's team. Yeah. Uh, the moment they're away from Bardock after. Uh, he had been basically gotten attacked by that Kanasan and given the psychic abilities on that planet at the beginning of the movie. But it was really cool in the sense of like, okay, this is how Frieza's squad would have reacted to the Saiyans. Like they would have been like trying to pick them off a little bit early. Then once they knew they could go in one fell swoop, boom, attack the planet, right? And even though we get all of that in a really succinct way in this movie, or sorry, in this special, rather. Um, I just really like the amount of time that they spend showing these beats of, okay, you know, you have the Saiyans going out, doing their thing on other planets. Then we have basically the uh, impact of what's going to happen here, where Frieza's 
squads are going out attacking these Saiyans, making sure that it's not just going to be this huge uprising, right? Yeah. Then Bardock going back to the planet after he comes across that, trying to warn folks, and they're just like, say, dog, uh, why would Frieza ever get rid of us? We're part of his army. Like, uh, you know, that all of that, like just the struggle of it all in the second half, really, really, really enjoyed how that was all presenting. Hell yeah. Just seeing the frustration of Bardock, like, just like, I was like, yeah, this is dope. (laughs) This is dope. He was just like, yo, like, all right, clearly I can't fight for y'all. All I can do is try to make sure that, hey, my, you know, uh, so something can be done because I'm not going to sit here and just get killed. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, come on. We we talk about saying pride a lot. And yeah. Was like, this is this is as prideful as you can get. I'm not going to go out going out a fight at least. I'm going to go out swinging, and that's what he did. And then B, you know, he's seeing these visions of his son fighting him in the future. He can't make no sense of it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's really just. Him, he's not even trying to save anything because he knows he can't. Yeah. He's just, yeah, that, that pride takes over. He, he's yeah. just doing everything he can to, to fight against this unparalleled, unsurmountable battle. And his entire struggle against it is just like some of the, the most hot-blooded action you'll ever see in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's... When he goes, he goes. Like it's one of those things where even Akira Toriyama himself would go on to say, you know, just like you mentioned earlier, Akira Toriyama does see this as a movie because he said it was his favorite. Yeah, which is funny. Like it, it is. He's not helping the joke. He's not helping the whole like, yo, this is a special, not him. His his reason I I did admire though is because he said it was the. This kind of story he wouldn't draw. Like, yeah, you know he wouldn't do that shit. Yeah. (laughs) Shit's kind of tough. Because he was like, okay, wait, no. Like, they kind of taking it there, dog. Like, they violent, real violent here. Like, shit, there's only so much I can do. (laughs) Shit, I ain't on this type of shit. Like, this is kind of nasty. And because of that, we have a really, like I said, I, 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 I called it this before, but I really mean it. it's a hot blooded story. Hell you yeah. know, they they go all the way with making sure that, you know, the Saiyans are presented in this way that it was not just something where like they fell in line to Frieza's rule. Yeah. Even though the majority of them just saw, saw it, saw, I'm sorry, sort of saw it as their regular everyday life. Bardock in and of himself in his fight was standing up enough to say like yo nah like something gotta be done about this yeah I'm not I'm not down with this whole uh, bow down shit like I'm changing something I'm gonna make a difference somehow some way even if it may not be enough I'm gonna do something which that's the same spirit Affecting, doing something, doing your best, no matter what, trying your best to do something to affect something. That's usually what we see in his hands. But yeah. hey, 
it was a good attempt to do so. I'm like, way better than motherfuckers just drinking and having fun. I'm like, hey, Freeza ain't going to do us in. We're, we're his guys. Like, uh, excuse me? Yeah, like what? Uh, do you know who this guy is? I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're really taking your own boss that serious. Like, shit. This a motherfucker I'd sell your planet if you felt like it. <laughs> but again, really cool. Very, very cool. Um, in Japan, originally, this aired on October the 17th, 1990, in between episodes 63 and 64. And where that falls in line is in the Namek arc, um, right between the episodes where... Um, Krillin and Gohan are fighting against Goldo, and then Vegeta jumps in and then ends that fight, and then right when they start fighting against Raccoon. Um, so just really interesting t- point in time as far as when this is originally shown, because they're getting right into the thick of all the action of the Namek saga, right? Mm-hmm. So we're right before Goku is about to join into the fight. So it's really just kind of hinting at the fact that like, Hey, like this is, this is what all this is about to culminate into. Yeah. We're going to get a big showdown. Like, and, and, and you kind of got that, that big, like, cause you know, you have King Kai while Goku was training, like, yo, if you find this guy, Frieza, don't fight this man. Don't do it. You know, he ain't listening. Which was good for us because it was really entertaining, but still extremely entertaining. It still felt like a, a pay per view, <laughs> like yeah. a big pay per view. Like you, everything was just culminating. Like, hey, you fight this guy. This might not end up well for you. And this is one of my favorite parts of the entire show, to be honest. Yeah. Hell yeah! So, and we get a special. We see a little stare down. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is it. They was building up towards the mania match of Goku versus. Oh hell yeah, that shit was a movable force against a movable object. Yes, Stop sir. Towards movable object. So that was it. Was dope. They knew what they were doing. It made for compelling TV. It did. So, it's it's too bad that in the states we didn't get this until November of two thousand. Um, yeah. Which by this point, you know, we're in into the point where. We're seeing Cell Saga stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like we just got a bone. It's still a cool. It was still a cool thing to see, but it's like, hey, what you were trying to do with this festival, like it doesn't, it doesn't do what it was supposed to do for exactly. And that's why it it has sort of that sort of feel of being a movie here in the states. Yeah, because it's just another adventure that we wind up seeing. But it's like, oh, okay, this is what Bardock's past was like, right? Yeah. Whereas in Japan, they got it right along in the show. You get the full context of what story this is trying to tell at the point that it's trying to tell it. Yeah. It is what it is. You can't really stop. You can't really change the past. But it would have been nice for us to get that while we were getting the Namek. Especially, you remember the time where we just get a repeat of the Namek saga over and over and over? Yes. Like, this would have been perfect to show. That shit would have held this down. I would have had no problem rewatching that shit. But rewatching the same art over and over, no. That was some of the most terrible. Like, that was, it wasn't terrible because it was great. It was a good part of Dragon Ball. It's like, enough is enough, fam. Like, when are we going to move on? So, 
you know, it is what it is. You have to take it. You just got to take with a grain of salt. But it's still no matter whenever, no matter how it aired, it still was really good. It was to the point where folks really high, like they hold this movie, hold this special. They hold this special in high regards. Like it's if you ask somebody what is one of their favorite Dragon Ball movies, they're gonna throw this up there, even if it's a TV special. So it did its job in the states for sure. So I guess it's a win. And. A really big win in the sense that they would then go on to do another TV special in the middle of the Android and Cell saga with Dragon Ball Z, the TV special to the history of Trunks, which we'll be able to go over right now. Falling victim to a radical new virus, Goku passed from the Earth, leaving his loved ones behind. Unfortunately, this unhappy occasion was merely a foreshadowing of the horrible tragedies that were still to come. Six months later, on an island nine miles southwest of South City, a dreadful duel launched an attack. Coming to the defense of the inhabitants were Earth's special forces. Piccolo was the first to try, and the first to die. Vegeta was next to fall. Then Yamcha, then Tien, even Krillin was destroyed by the ruthless duo. Two artificial beings with strength beyond normal conception have appeared out of nowhere. It is the beginning of a new era for the Earth, an era of darkness. The artificial humans have left the future in shambles, killing all the Z-Warriors but two, Gohan and Trunks. As the two battle to save the future, Gohan is killed, and Trunks finally obtains the power of the Super Saiyan. However, even that isn't enough to defeat such evil. So the young boy travels to the past in search of hope. My favorite of the two TV specials. Like, just, I can't even say that I'm unbiased or anything like that. When it comes to these two here, this one, man, like there's just so much in Dragon Ball media today that represents this story. Shouts out to the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot DLC. Um, Shouts out to Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. All that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just like this is a story that as simple as it is with them just starting with like, hey, yo, in in Trunks' future – this is what happens where Goku died. Six months later, Android showed up. Everybody gets murked. 13 years later, now we've got Gohan and Trunks dealing with them. Yeah. Which was, which was a cool... That was Just cool. like the first special, it gets right into the thick of letting you know what the story is about. But this one, it, it's... You know, the the Bardock special is less bleak because it's leading towards the hope of the future that Goku will be able to avenge all of the Saiyans in defeating Frieza. When you watch this story, you're just watching the story of a future that's already been destroyed, that's only been being destroyed worse, and will never be saved. This shit is like... Trauma. This is a trauma. This is a trauma special. This is heartbreak. You you get, can get attached to future going, especially if you are not a fan of 
the Gohan that you were seeing at the time. Like, you see this cool-ass Gohan and the way how he died and also, bro, and shit rough. And there's no way you can, there's no way you can salvage this. None. There's no Dragon Balls. There ain't shit. It's just torture and torture and torture. So, yeah, I get it. This shit is straight bleak. <laughs> no promise. There's no There's no hope. No matter what they told you, Boma was a lie. <laughs> it was a lie. The hope on the time machine, it was a lie. There's no hope for this shit. I mean, Not even so time. much to the fact that whenever Boma mentions building the time machine, it's just kind of like a throwaway line. She's like, oh, well, I mean, hey, in a few months, we'll go into the past and maybe we'll try to see if we can help save Goku's life and see what happens. But like, there wasn't no plan. There wasn't no, like, we know for sure. She was just building it off the strength of the fact that she knew she could, she had to try something. Yeah, like, it's, what What can you possibly do? Stay there and do nothing or just try to do something to help somebody, no matter what timeline or era, do something. This, this was a, yeah, this was a tough movie. As it, as a kid to watch, it was tough. That shit hurt, and you know what scene hurt? Oh yeah, of most. course. That shit, that shit hurt. No matter what version you watch, it shit hurt. That shit, that shit hurted. <laughs> that shit hurted. I felt Trunks' pain. I felt that man. And it's one of those things where like you have this entire connection to Trunks already because, you know, you're you're already deep into the Android saga. So it's like, oh, man, this has to be about how he goes Super Saiyan. And we already know how we already seen. We already seen how yeah. one person turned Super Saiyan. So shit gotta be bad. If the way how Trunks reacts to things, because we you take a you can just take a bit and peek into his character. Trunks is very, very hesitant to do much. When Vegeta is like, oh, let's go, let's go allow that. No. <laughs> it's like, no. Trunks isn't none of that. He's no nonsense. He doesn't want anything to happen that he's seen. So seeing that seeing exactly what he was trying to warn the current cast and the current timeline about just seeing that shit happen in a movie it was rough it was rough that shit was tough it's really interesting too because you know this is one of those things where this was originally just like a it's an adapted manga chapter right and Mm -hmm. you know i would i can say for the both of us um Typically, D and I do recommend saying, like, hey, you know, read the manga when it comes to anything about this, like, to get the best version of it. But this is, like, the one time where the anime was so much better than the manga. Yo, hell yeah. This shit smokes the manga. (laughs) It so smokes the manga. Like, you don't even get, like, shit, Trunks is already a Super Saiyan before the scene that we're talking about. So it's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't... You don't see Trunks go Super Saiyan. Like it's it's implied. Yeah, you you don't you you don't even see the scene where the fighters are like Yeah. Like no. You don't you don't the Z fighters 
there there's no you don't see them getting smoked. There's none of that. Not even Trunks Trunk and Gohan don't even fight together in a month. Like that shit was yeah. Gohan already has yeah. one arm. Like, it starts yeah. like halfway yeah. through where this starts. Yeah, like in terms of like emo- like showing it, it, it was way better yeah. at emoting what it was trying to do. Like the manga is like whatever. It was less graphic, but we already know. You should know for a fact how Toria. If Tor, if you are aware of what happened in the first special, and you've heard his thoughts, like it's something I can't. I would never draw. I don't even think he. Could, there's no way he could have done half of what he what we just saw on him. We couldn't, because this shit was tough. It was mad bleak. I don't even think Toriyama would be able to to do the whole Gohan's. Death scene. Like I don't think he'd be able to do it. Not that no. Not, yeah, not. it's it's just not. It's not the same kind of story. Like you said, yeah. Like Trunks, the, it, in the anime version, the entire weight of Gohan's death leads Trunks to go Super Saiyan. In the manga, Trunks is just already one. Like he's trained. The first time you see him train with Gohan, he's already in Super Saiyan. You know. Yeah. And there's no, there's no, there's no rain or any of that like that. Like, yeah, he he sees him in the streets, dead. He lands next to him. He starts screaming, crying. Then three years later, yeah, yeah, like that shit. Cause right three years later, like (laughs) awesome, shit is like whatever. Like oh, well. Three years later. He's taking groceries with his mom. You know, it's just like, okay, all right. I mean, I I guess. So it's just really interesting because, like I said, if you're going to, if you ever are checking out the original manga, like this TV special, um, yeah, just blows it out of the water. Like one of the few times I can say that about any Dragon Ball media. Yeah, it smokes the manga. (laughs) <laughs> smokes it, and I, and I mean, I, that's not to say it's like bad. Like it's okay, and the manga's okay, but nah, the anime blew this shit out the water. It gave what it was way. Like if there was a way for me to feel sympathetic for Trunks, the anime did it. Oh yeah, man. I mean, there's, there's just little moments of, like I said, Gohan versus the androids, even the whole section of Trunks versus the androids at the end, right? Like him yeah. trying to fight after he's just gone Super Saiyan, he just gets his ass beat. Uh, Android 18 beats him out of Super Saiyan, then beats him back into Super Saiyan. It, it, it's nuts, dude. It, it's have that shit in a like, bro. There's no gang up scene on going on in the manga. Like, you can read the you can read you can read the chapter yourself. You can read it. I know. I remember it's in volume thirty three or something like that. You can see the manga. It's it ain't it's it ain't as graphic, and it does not draw the emotion that the animated movie special does. It doesn't. <laughs> But this is, you know, really, really an interesting piece that does show a really great part of the history of Dragon Ball going in and just that entire 
45 minutes. Hell, he's not even in the movie of the whole 45 minutes. The 20 minutes that future Gohan is in this movie just set the entire tone of what so many people expected that character to wind up being like. And I would say like really one of the best takes on the character overall. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everything is just so bleak in this the, shit. The androids yo. are deadly as hell. Like the, you, you get a good sense quick that these androids ain't the same androids from Goku's timeline at all. Which, which is crazy because you know how they they said, hey, like there was a difference. Truck said, like, yo, these androids in the current time they're stronger than those ones. That we've yeah. seen in a movie, and I'm like, this clearly the manga might have had something to do with that because what I've seen in a the movie, there's no way these motherfuckers are doing them dirt. They're doing everything dirty. You could say the strength. There may be a difference in strength, but even with strength, like it's really hard to believe because they were pounding the shit out of children. They were doing them dirty, way dirtier than what they. I know people like to show the old the Android 18 versus Vegeta thing. Like, no. Android 17 and 18 beating the hell out of Gohan is way more violent than whatever Vegeta got. The whole arm shit, no. The only appeals to the Trunks really lucky he walked out with his life in this movie. I was still confused. Like, how the hell? Like, how? <laughs> Android 18th, like, yo, let me do it. I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like, huh? I'm like, this nigga dad. <laughs> like, if you did not know what was going on and what in high you if you didn't know anything in hindsight, you would think that you would think he's dead. There was no way. That shit looked oh, bleak as hell for him. Yeah. Hope, the only hope in this movie was the word on the time machine. Yeah, exactly. That was a lie. There was a big lie. Hope. No, that was just a selling. That was just a selling point for for the next for the current timeline. This time, not smoke. It's nothing you could do. Ain't shit to salvage. Ain't nothing there. Everybody's getting destroyed. It's to the point where back then, when I was young, I always used to think that there was barely any humans in 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 the in yeah. the timeline. This future timeline is like. The way all this movie shows, like everybody getting smoked, like kids are dying and shit. Like, damn, where? And it's like it's wild because, like they said, like you know, the androids have been around a whole thirteen years. Like, bro, how is anybody still around? How is still anybody around? So when we saw in Super, like folks are still daring. King, I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what the hell was this? Did did we have a Bible scenario over here? Like, how do people just magically just start floating and more, more folks? You there's there's sentient people on this planet. Like, there's folks in here. Huh? Very nuts, confusing, but nuts. So, hey, this this shit was this shit was violent as hell. <laughs> Good. Very good. Very good. Very classic, man. I love this one. I mean, there's really nothing else to say. If you're listening to this, you likely have seen the history of Trunks, but I will say, man, you know, if even if you have seen it, go give that one a run back because 
year. Dragon Ball Z History of Trunks. Great TV special. Uh, yes. Special. Yeah. Yes. It's true. Yeah, it's really, special. really, really uh, a testament of its time. And it would be cool to see any part of Dragon Ball today get something just like this done. Oh, hell yeah. It would be dope. My and the, and the way out Dragon Ball is looking like, who knows? You might get it. You might get it. You might just get it. Uh, this, again, this was cool. And I, I like how the, the scenes were done in, in even games. Like, years years past in, in Kakarot, they did the DLC. Well, the, the DLC for this well. game is the best part of the damn game. Shit, that shit mimics exactly the movie because that shit was painful. Go on against them androids were pain. Pain. Everything was pain. The fight, the ending, all that shit. It's just, it's just good. Every piece of media I've seen it shown been good for the most part. Great special. It's up there. It's way, it's better than the Bardock. And that's no diss to the Bardock special. That Bardock special is really good. But this one, take the cake. It's fire, flames, timeless as hell. You could go run that shit back over and over again. Still good. So, we've got these two specials that present something that's just a little bit different in today's era of Dragon Ball, right? First things first, we've got Dragon Ball Minus, also the first half of Dragon Ball Super Broly, which gives us a version of Bardock, the father of Goku, that doesn't exactly go the way that we were given here. Yeah, way different. What what are you, some of your takes here on D on what we have with Dragon Ball Super Broly or Dragon Ball Super Bardock? Because not just Dragon Ball Super Broly, even the Super Manga has given us more uh, of their take on what Bardock was like versus the Dragon Ball Z Bardock. Shit. It is way different. I, as far as my preference, I prefer the the super slash minus one. Though I find the Z one okay, really cool. okay. But it's, it's been beat. It's been beaten this community, this fandom's ass for years on years. There are some folks that will refuse and refute minus yeah. never happened. There are folks that consider this the the the. The history, like they consider that joint canon, which is funny because it ain't. I'm sorry, it ain't. But it's like we're twenty, we're twenty something years in, and folks, we used to. It feels like we're never gonna have like that one common ground. Like, hey, this is oh, that was a special, and that ain't. This is not what you anything that you saw before that is getting rewritten by something that was completely meant from Toriyama's point of view in his mind. This whatever you saw in the TV special, it's really good. You enjoyed it. 
you, you can love it to death. It's not the end all be it all. It ain't. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't know why it's beating everybody's behind. And I get it's good. And it brings the the whole topping into the canon, what's canon, what's not canon. Like, how about this? Why don't you just enjoy it for what it is? Like, it ain't that serious. It's like, it really ain't. Honestly, I I find myself in the same sort of wheelhouse, right? Where it's just like Dragon Ball Super's version of Bardock at the very least is giving us reason to understand Goku's gentle nature, right? Uh to see that it it wasn't it wasn't just nurturing from Grandpa Gohan. It was it was in his blood. It was it was that it was always capable for him to be that way. Right, um, especially when it comes down to what we've seen Bardock be like in the flashbacks during the Granola arc. Mm-hmm. I it doesn't take away the dope ass moments you have of the blood bandana wearing man. You know what I'm saying? Like it it doesn't take away how how dope that presentation is, and and like you said, it does. It's never going to change because. Even stuff like Dragon Ball Xenoverse, Dragon Ball Heroes, they refer to that version of Bardock all the time. All the damn time. They're Super and Saiyan 4 like, versions no. of that Bardock, Super Saiyan 3 versions of Bar- that Bardock, Timebreaker versions of that Bardock. Like, like, Bandai's not trying to forget about Dragon Ball Z Bardock. You're like, I promise, y'all, y'all, your, your, your version of Bardock still exists because in Japan there's no such thing in ca- as canon. Like, let's just be real. Yeah, like there's no canon is not a big focal it's point not. over there. There's not people like they, it's it's a common like we're accepting this as a production, TV production, whatever, whatever. This is production by the by whatever studio such and such, and that's it. You take it for what you get. It's not going to affect, like, bro, like, I, I just like when folks just, oh, it's not canon, so just throw it away. Like, no, y'all don't do that for Broly movie. Y'all love that shit. There's no, well, well it's not canon, so just forget mm-hmm. about it. Like, no, y'all don't do that. Why y'all do that with, with everything else? Like, these specials are very, the specials are good. They're, whatever you saw in the specials ain't exactly what you saw in the manga, nor... What you saw in the the movie, the Super Broly movie, you did it, and that's fine. Why you trip about that shit? Don't do it. Take it. Nobody's taking away those movies from you at all. Nobody taking away the feeling that you saw when Bardock was just smoking all of Frieza's army. Going up. Nobody's gonna take that moment away from you. There's a reason why we have Solid State Scouter as our because it's the hypest shit. Like, come on, dude. Like, nobody, like, we have to just let it go as a, as a whole. Like, we have to let that shit go. This cold cannon talk is holding us back. We're probably getting less dope shit than we possibly could because y'all so focused on cannon, 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 cannon. Nobody care about that shit. Nobody. I don't want no more. Please, if, if this going to be some dope-ass form some dope ass character introduced in Dragon Ball. I'ma take it. And if it's not in the in the in the super manga, and it just so happens to happen in the Dragon Ball 
heroes, whatever. I'll take it. Like, I'm going to take it, man. As long as the character is cool, interesting, or whatever, I'm going to take it. And I suggest y'all folks just take what's good. Whatever is good, just take it for what it is. It's not trash. You don't got to worry about it. You don't have to fight with other people on, well, they can and not can. You don't have to do that, yo. You don't. Let it go. Like, again, like I said, like, yo, if, if look at it like this. If Japan is willing to introduce new generations of kids to movie characters, uh, to new forms referring to GT stuff, uh, you know, if we're getting Super Saiyan Ford, Broly, Bardock, Gohan, Vegito, you know, all this stuff, then what does that tell you? Bandai only cares about one thing, making money. And making money doesn't care about canon. They don't care. Oh, they don't care. Your imagination can go wild when it comes to making dollars out of off of folks. You could go crazy over folks' imaginations with just, just doing anything in there. I don't care. You motherfuckers say that GT is like the worst thing that ever happened to Dragon Ball. And they're still using stuff that happened in GT in these shows in these games. So what does that tell you? This shit's not going nowhere. It is not. It's not nothing, bro. It's not. It ain't dying. It ain't. No matter how much I hate Bro Broly movie eight, and no, bro, he's still gonna be a part of the series, whether I like it or not. I just gotta accept the fact that hey. Is he gonna be a stable point, and I could just avoid it. <laughs> I could avoid the motherfucker. That's it. Now that to go from it. one thing that you know Bandai doesn't care about, Toei Shueisha, uh, with the canon. There's another thing they don't care about that ties into these two specials, and that's time. Because see, I going into the the, the history of trunks. I started paying attention to what they were telling me. And I started making the mistake of comparing that to where Dragon Ball is now. Early in the special, they tell us the, the androids have been around for 13 years. 13 years killing humanity. 13 so I thought about it. And I was like, okay. So if if Goku died, and then six months later, the android showed up. So that's you know that's like after that's you know after the little three years, like hey you know Trunks is like hey in three years they're gonna show up. That, that's 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 right then right. So that's the beginning of the Cell and and Android saga, right when they show up. Gohan and Trunks are fighting them niggas thirteen years later. So seven years later is when like Bobbity and Boo show up and. In our normal timeline. Yep. Six years after that is where in Trunks' timeline, they're fighting against the androids. Now, if you think about it like this, right? Six years after that, in the normal timeline, we're at Dragon Ball Super. We're in the middle of the Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. 
How and when? How did bro? Another timed in Dragon Ball is a mess. It is terrible, yo. It is terrible, and Super did not help. It didn't. Uh, I know a lot of folks like to say Super writes the wrongs that ZBZ no. has done, but Super made this issue because worse. Dragon Ball Z worse. already was wrong with time travel when they did it. See, I, yeah. I don't know if a lot of y'all have taken the time to actually think about like, okay, so Trunks comes to the future and then we have the present. And maybe some people stop and think, okay, well, Trunks comes from the future and is the present, so there's two timelines. But I want to present to those people that they would be dead fucking wrong. That's not how it really works. See, when, when Trunks went to the past, he went to a past where it branches off, where... Goku lives because he changed everything and the androids are stopped because Cell just happens to mention, and I know this for a fact because I just watched the episode the other day, Ghost Ghost of uh, Tomorrow, where Cell goes, I come from a future where you had already went to the past because there's no androids in my future. I was looking for the androids. They were nowhere to be found. You come back from the future and I kill you and I take your time machine and I go to where I go to a future and there's no androids there. So that's three timelines. One where a, a version of Trunks did go to the past, helped them. They fixed everything. He comes back. He, he had already stopped those androids. Right? Yup. Basically, he saved. He did so what he had to do. Then there's that. The fact that every time somebody goes back and forth in the time, it branches off, right? So that means we have yep. a timeline we don't see as well where Goku would have died and Cell would have absorbed the androids. In that timeline, stayed there and did his thing. And in the main timeline that we have in the show is where Cell and Trunks both went back. Cell hit underground till it was time. Trunks went back, notes everything, and then Trunks just happens to be around while Cell shows up, and then we have the show. Basically. So for anybody who was counting, that's five timelines. Five we don't see things. like three of them. Daisenju, you're a liar from the pits of hell. You lied. Motherfuckers had a, a, a Four Futures Revealed. I remember re- reading this shit yes. way back. Four Futures Revealed. If you, shit, anybody want an image, I'll send it to them on Twitter. Four Futures Revealed. And a motherfucker's got a history four in that motherfucker. And it says cell game begins, trunk absent. Huh? Cell game. Huh? How the hell did that happen? 
Do you know how the Salt Games begun? How the hell that happened? History 3, where Trunks gets smoked by Cell, and then Cell goes in the time machine to no androids. What the? What are we doing? They don't even accept that they created another timeline, a fifth timeline. They don't show you shit. It's a big old paradox that they couldn't even goddamn. And it's like there, it, ha- it has to be two different future timelines because there's one where Cell is from the one that Trunks came from, where he killed Trunks and then went back, and then there's the one where Trunks goes back, kills the androids, and then kills Cell. Because we see that. Then we saw that shit. So again, I need explanations and help. Somebody help me understand what is and going like, on. We're not even talking about Dragon Ball Z again. We're only talking about Dragon Ball Z here. I refuse. You will never. You can never. Never. I will not. I will not. Super done. Messed up that. That whole time travel shit to the point I refuse to touch it. I will not talk about super. No, I will not. You lied. Anybody that says that super fix this disease issues in Earth. I, no, I have a chart that I would be glad to show y'all on Twitter that shows you super did not fix a damn thing because there are shit. if there's five timelines in Dragon Ball Z, there's thirteen in Super. Exactly. I've done the math. I didn't even do the math myself. I saw somebody else do the math, and then I checked their math, and was like, "That that all adds up. That all adds up." Even Toei's explanation that they came out with in the middle of the Goku Black art doesn't fairly explain this. That's the problem when you make an anime. It ain't from the. It's not. It's just a bunch of different writers per episode. You can't, you cannot, you cannot deal with time travel and have different writers doing different. All different interpretations. It It messes everything up. It messes everything up. We got 13 timelines and we only seen what? Three of them shits. Three of them shits. And we didn't even get a good explanation out of the three shits that we saw. And then I send you with. Announced that there was four of them shits, and they didn't even show you what happened in the fourth shit. So, no, no, that was the biggest mistake. I know everybody enjoys Dragon Ball Super, and I know everybody enjoys the Android Saga, but fam, it has done a lot of damage. If you're trying to critique this series as a whole, there's no way you can look past the time travel shit. There's no way. There's no way. You cannot. It's, it's not. You cannot. It, it, it's such a convoluted mess. Like, it, it, it's bad, yo. It's bad. So, which is a lot of people's favorite villain, he introduced so much problems. So much problems. And it did not help because they continued these problems in Super years later. It took you two decades to go back and touch into No, no. Time travel is bullshit. It's bullshit in anime. I don't care what you say. Every form of time travel I've seen in anime has done been done terribly. 
You showed me an anime with time travel. And you showed me that it was done well. And I guarantee you, you will not be able to explain to me how that this won't. I don't care. Time travel is shit. It is so shit. You motherfucker. No, no, no. It's a big red flag. The biggest red flag. It hurts. It hurts on a rewatch of Dragon Ball or a reread of Dragon Ball when I have to touch the Android saga. Because the minute I see Cell, the minute, not even Cell, the minute I see Android 19 and Android 20 appear, it it just so happens to register in my brain that we just completely had a timeline altered and another timeline that's not shown Again, when we introduce this cell bullshit, cell is a cancer. You heard it from me. I don't care about cell. I don't. I care more about Gohan's moment than cell as a character. He's generic and he also made the suit. He made it's both. It's so iffy. Cell is a plot device, y'all. He's a plot device and a terrible he's, one. At he's that. a very charismatic plot device, y'all. It's so terrible that you motherfuckers don't, you guys love to. It's to the point, it confuses you because you hate the fact that Goku's died and then Gohan got shined and then Gohan got bullshitted and the boo are. That's all because of Cell. That's your favorite villain. That's your, that's your favorite villain. That is yours. It's bad. It's all bad. And a lot of folks having the Zamasu ugly. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even, let's not even get started on Zamasu. I'm not even going to get started into that bullshit. That was some dog shit. That's the reason why there was one thing I agreed, whatever Super did. Making time travel a big cardinal sin in the Dragon Ball universe. I'm glad yes. y'all did that. Now we know we won't have to deal with it unless it's Sinoverse or Heroes. Thank God. Don't go. If we have another arc where we're going to mess with time, you heard it from me here. I'm skipping that arc. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping the arc. I don't care. Anytime you introduce time travel in Dragon Ball again in a main, main series, I am dropping it. I'm dropping it. Toyotaro, if you ever get this clip of me saying it, I'm dropping it. I'm done with the series. Do not touch this shit again. Don't touch time travel ever. It is bad in this series. It is bad. Toriyama, you need to explain your mess. You need to explain to me what was your thought process when you did? You have to. And don't tell me I was watching Star Trek. Please, no, don't tell me that. Really? You didn't I know, I know your inspirations. You, you could see it a mile away. We see your inspirations. Don't you have to explain to me how you did this? And the, you want to, you're, oh. Your editors, the ones that so happened to correct all the bullshit that they you didn't do. That's a damn thing Wait, here. They didn't do a damn thing either. They didn't do a damn thing either. 
They didn't. They just made you, they just saw, watched you just use your imagination and and just casually write some nonsensical thing that so happened to just damage the story. So no. Thank God you guys realize like, hey, let's make let's have rules and regulations with the gods. And let this be a big rule. I haven't seen any other rules. This is so hilarious. I haven't seen any other rules so far in Super besides time travel being a big sin, which is crazy. That's hilarious. But for good measure. Thank God we don't have to. Thank God. I hope it in there. Please don't even make a movie. I know three years. Please don't make a movie with time travel. I know y'all love Trunks. Future Trunks is a cool character. I don't want to see him if he's going to mess up the time. I really don't. I heard I really it, man. Don't. Y'all hearing it. But at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. it's like this. I'm glad that we've gotten something really dope that's lasted throughout time with both of these specials. Yes. As a whole, yeah, we got some good pieces of media. Whether they they've done whatever damn what doesn't matter. If you can accept have been added on to Dragon Ball Forever for better and for worse because of these specials. Yeah. Yeah, And we're we're definitely thankful for it all the way through. Um because it you know just gives us more to talk about whether it be there being thirteen fucked up timelines. Or the fact that, you know, Bardock is now just a completely different character than he was in 1990. It still just gives us more to be able to discuss. And it's going to give us more to be able to go into as we go into the future with this show, man. Um, Because we are really happy to have been able to give y'all this whole first season here. Thank y'all for riding with us throughout this entire journey through the Dragon Ball Z movies. Um, But we can definitely assure y'all that we will be back for season two to be able to dive into more yes. topics. Um, I'll, I'll even say we have, we're not done with Dragon Ball just yet. Yeah, yeah we, we're not, we're not. done with Dragon Ball we just yet. Season two, you can expect yeah. us to give y'all more Dragon Ball related love, man, because there's a lot to discuss. Hell yeah. For as long as Toriyama and Toyotaro have a pen and Shueisha and Toei still have the 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 idea that Dragon Ball will forever be alive will be that's entirely true. You can expect us to move away from movies uh, as we've covered all those thus far, but uh, we'll be back to let y'all know a little bit more about what to expect for season two within the coming months. But as always, remember subs lie, dubs lie, J and D, we don't man. Never, man. You really don't. Toei. Toei lies. Shueisha lies. Funimation lies. Crunchyroll. They don't lie. But they don't lie. They don't lie. We like. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, subs lie and does lie all the time, baby. All right. But until then, man, we're going to keep bringing y'all this truth. All right? We'll holler at y'all next season. We out. Peace. Later.